Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells. First of all, I want to greet all my new Coffee and the Cosmos followers. I just want to send you love and blessings in the name of Yeshua, Jesus our Savior and if you haven't been following my podcast long, I want to just invite you to become part of the Coffee in the Cosmos family. We also have a Patreon page with videos you can join, as well as there's quite a few free ones on there you can listen to that we encourage you to join and trade into the ministry and, and learn more of what Yahweh's teaching you. And also, if you go to my Facebook page, I do eight to 10 posts a day minimum for you to engage with scriptures and inclinations of things that you can use as a stepping stone to engage with and go into the visual sight of heaven and begin to engage with those words and what I'm picturing for you so you can ascend into the heavens and go before the Father by Christ Jesus inside the Holy Spirit before the Father. There's nothing I teach whether you understand it or not. I remember when Ian Clayton and Justin Abraham and Nancy Cohen and quite a few of these other ones that I heard my spiritual father, Apostle Aaron, when uh, when they were teaching me these things, it kind of and I, I was so sold out, tongue talking, demon stomping, living the best Christian life I could in the most knowledge of the natural realm, thinking it was the complete spiritual realm. And uh, it was it had me at the level that I was at. And that was great. But I made a decision in my life that I want to know more of God. And, you know, God began to deal with me about this. And I went like, Yahweh, I want to know more of you. I want to know more of Yeshua. I want to know more of Holy Spirit. But then Yahweh would begin to confront me politely and kindly because he's so merciful and he's so gracious. And he's saying, well, I need you to know more of yourself. And I'm like, this this doesn't sound scriptural, Father. This this doesn't sound even biblical. It, it, it sounds humanistic. And, you know, so, I, you know, sometimes you start rebuking your mind, right? Oh, it must be the devil, must be this, must be that. And, but it wouldn't leave me alone. And I'm like, God, what are you talking about? This is the Holy Spirit. I know Holy Spirit. I've been saved, filled with the Holy Spirit for a long time. So I know how to hear Holy Spirit. I'm like, you're going to have to show me in your word. You're going to have to show me confirmation by Holy Spirit and explain to me what you want. But then as I begin to dimensionally shift and have ascensions and dreams and visions and prophetic words over my life, as well as prophetic utterances coming out of me by Holy Spirit and the things that I was seeing, I was like, okay, God. And he made it simple. He said, you know, and this is for you too. This is for everybody. Jesus loves you. Let me go down to the brass tacks of it. That's enough. If I stop that Jesus loves you and you're receiving Jesus Christ, Yeshua the Christ, as Lord and Savior of your life, you know, repent of your sins, ask him into your heart, accept him as Lord and Savior. You are now born again, born from above, John 3, 16, John 3, 17, manifesting in your life, Romans being explained, the walk of grace, it's you're done, you're in, the kingdom of God is abiding inside of you. And so, I commend everyone that receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, for he is the doorway. If you look up the Hebrew, he would be the Dalet, though you can find Yeshua in every Hebrew letter. 
But the delet is the fourth letter, which means the door. And of course, he's the doorway because the Bible says he's the doorway. And in that doorway, I must consider myself, what is he the doorway to? And so instantly, I would have been taught all my life, he was the doorway to the Father. He was the doorway to himself. And he was the doorway to Holy Spirit. And it's wonderful, exciting. It's like I get baptized on the Holy Ghost. I begin to pray in the Spirit. And I get like the Spirit of Paul on me. It's like I'm going to pray in the Spirit as much as possible all the time as much as possible. And that was just something that was put in my spirit long, 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 long time ago. And I realized every time I prayed in the Spirit, there would be things deposited in my spirit and this was way before I was in the up here, dimensionally shifting or having more visions and dreams or in your pituitary gland where the images are revealed by God in your imagination realm that has been given over to Holy Spirit by the blood covenant of Yeshua that God can speak to you and reveal things to you out of his word, out of heaven. And so I'm like, okay, Father, I, I, I know you rejoice when everyone's saved and you even rejoice more when they're baptized in the Holy Ghost. Because you get the Holy Spirit at salvation. This was the myth that I didn't, when I got young, when I was young, I was, got saved when I was 10 years old. It just so happened I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit the same night. It, uh, make a long story short, um, I was, you know, living in New Orleans area and um, I needed salvation. We'll just leave it, leave it at that. I needed salvation. And the preacher, Brother Marvin E. Gorman, mighty man of God, he's in heaven now, but he was preaching the gospel. And I don't even remember how I got up to the front of the altar, but I know me and about 50 to 60 other people were at the altar. And he let, it is, let us into what we then at that time called the sinner's prayer. And so I repeated after him what he told me to repeat, basically asking Jesus in my life, asking him to forgive me my sins, declaring that he's Lord and Savior over my life. And I felt so good at that moment. I felt his peace come over me. He said, listen, does anyone want the Holy Spirit? Now, I didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. I didn't know that you speak in tongues, never heard of what that was. I think I was around it when I was about five years old. When I look back, my granny was a holiness Pentecostal preacher, so I know we went to some services. So I know I heard it, but it was not recollecting when I was in Brother Gorman's church at 10 years old. Uh, it wasn't even, when I was at that altar, he just said, have the Holy Spirit. And I just stayed up there, and he just walked by very gently, touched each person's forehead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, I could barely speak English. I had what they would call stammering lips. It was like, I mean, the Holy Spirit was making me shake all over my body and my mouth and my tongue, and I was just stammering in the Holy Spirit. And that went on, even though I was able to begin to talk normal. And But when I would go to my prayer time, this thing would come over me. I could feel this peace, 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 peace of the Holy Spirit and the stammering tongues until it began to become a full, heavenly language. I began to ask questions about what was going on with me and what do I have. And 
That's how come I knew it was truth. But I did find out later on in life that when you receive Jesus, you receive God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. You do get the Holy Spirit. Now, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues is a different experience. It's being baptized into where when you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes inside of you and your spirit, man. But when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're actually being baptized into submersion in the spirit realm to the Holy Spirit where he takes over even in a stronger way, just like when you water baptize, you have already been saved, but you're water baptized and you go and submerge yourself under that water as a prophetic declaration that the fatality of who I am is now born again in the spirit of God. I'm a new creature. Now, this is all basic gospel that I'm sharing with you. But it came to the point in my life, well, there must be more. If Jesus is the doorway, there must be more. And then the Bible would say, seek, ask, knock. And then God would have in the scriptures that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And then you read in Proverbs, it says, it's the glory of Yahweh to conceal a matter. But it's the glory of kings to search it out. And so I'm reading these scriptures in the Bible that that God likes to be sought after. That he finds great pleasure that he hides even his secrets, his mysteries in his darkness and Koshek and the secret place of the Lord for those that are diligently seek him to go find And that he makes himself available because he says, I'm a rewarder of them that diligently seek me. That which you seek after, I shall return unto you. And I found out that there was more. And therefore, out of that, from that day forward, years and years and years ago, I was like, Father, let me not hide myself in religion or even the knowledge I know But let me be founded in Christ Jesus because everything is founded in Yeshua. Let me be sealed by the Holy Spirit because this is what the Bible says. And let me be a son of God under Yahweh, the most high God, just like Yeshua said. And now let me ask that question that is in tugging on my heart. Now what? Now what? And 40 years later, I still stand in that question of now what? I think of how, this is the way I look at it. You know, they would have a telescope that could go so far and it would show us so many stars. And then the, later on, that another telescope that could show us so many stars and galaxies and universes. And now they got another telescope that shows us even more and more and more and more. And I was like, Yahweh, you're like that. The more I develop my spiritual sight, the more I will see into the vastness of my God, for he encompasses all the universes of all time. He's omnipresent and he's omnipotent. And I want to dwell in the fullness of him. And he told me to seek him. So I open myself up to the fullness of him. And then sometimes people will ask me questions. Well, how you know you're not going to be deceived? You got the devil out there trying to deceive you. I don't think the devil is going to try to deceive me to glorify Jesus. Plus, I have the Holy Spirit. Plus, he shows it to me in the word. Now, you want to hear something funny. He'll show me scriptures that I've read my whole life and did not get that revelation out of it. But now that my eyes are open to the depths of God, now I see into the depths of the word. 
That's why you must keep growing and growing and growing and growing. And as much as that seems like a lot, it's as simple as Jesus, Yeshua, Yahweh, Holy Ghost. Reveal who I am as a son before you, that I may see you and know you, that I may become like you. And the rest, (laughs) you'll find to be glorious in your life, all the days of your life, as Yahweh, the Most High God, Yeshua, the Christ, and Rock Kadesh, Holy Ghost, will reveal themselves to you as God, Lord, Savior, King, Comforter, Christ, everything. I decree eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart of willingness to go into the depths of Yahweh that you can become everything that God has for you in this life and the life to come in the spiritual realm and in the natural one that you live in through our Lord and Savior, Christ Yeshua. This is Sagima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.